Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. It's Sophia. Welcome to Work in Progress. For this episode, I thought it would be fun. Well, we thought it would be fun to flip the script. And honestly, once the idea was floated, it was just taken and I was put in the hot seat. And I am now a guest on my own show. So... This is interesting. If you're asking, as a longtime listener who knows me, yes, my palms are sweaty and it's fine. Today on Work in Progress, we are going to answer some questions and see what this whole show looks like from the outside in because my two best friends, my sisters, my roommates, my pals, Jenny Smart and Vanessa Magos are here. They've hijacked the mics and wish me luck. I had so much fun with them on our first episode, and so many of you asked for them to come back. So we've heard you, they're here, and we had such a good conversation that we've actually decided to break this up into two episodes. I mean, there's just a lot of tea being spilled. What do you want from me? Buckle up, because part one starts now. Welcome back to Work in Progress. Hey, thanks for having us. I know. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> it's exciting. Back. We're having a margarita. I think this is going to get spicy. Uh-oh. I will. It's a beautiful margarita, too. Mm-hmm. You see why I'm going to marry him. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Big. Huge. News. Huge news. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The world Aww. knows now, which is Hughes so exciting. News. Cute, right? I like that. I just can't stop staring at that ring. I mean. It's also like kind of funny. I, I was having a conversation with some friends today about how I've relentlessly kept my private life private for almost 20 years and how like interesting and fun it is to actually share a thing yeah you know and i'm like oh wow this is fun because 
my friends don't have to keep secrets and yeah, everybody just gets to party. I actually was like, when I saw the like, you know, time period between when like <clears throat> we found out and the world, I was actually just like, oh, this is like a cool, fun, like public thing. Like, by the way, my parents send all their love. They're very <sighs> excited. Um, Hi, this is smart. I love you. Yeah, but I was uh, shocked and also super happy that you felt comfortable and happy to share it yeah. and to own it. That's the other thing. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, Soph gets to own this moment instead of it being like, is that a rock on Sophia Bush's finger? Or, like, is know, she engaged? Gross. Yeah, the questions yeah. and stuff. But no, we talked about it mm-hmm. last week. I feel like being able to share it in a way that where you're finally like, oh, I get to share my joy with other mm-hmm. people. And like, you're allowed to do that. And I think yeah. that like, especially in the role you're in, you constantly have to like think about those things where other people don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to. And it's... I think as your friend, it was so exciting to get to be excited with you in that way, you know? Yeah, that felt so fun. I think what's interesting too is really being able to understand that the reason I think for me and for so many of like our friends who do, you know, what I do, that it can be really difficult is that if you're a guy and you're like dating, you're experiencing your life, you're figuring it out, people go like, good for him. Mm -hmm. And as a woman... If you date and you see what you're looking for and you and you have really or you work on having, I suppose, really high standards, people go like, what's she doing? Oh, yeah. And they're so judgmental. And so I just learned a long, long time ago to not tell anybody about what I was doing. And and it was really fun to be like, oh, no, I'm not testing something out. I'm not dating to see if this is what I want. I I know what I want. This mm-hmm. is my person. And yeah. once you've made a, you know, decision that is that large, it's like, well, yeah, then why wouldn't I tell people? Yeah. It was fun to have it be so joyful. I didn't know how freeing it would feel. And it was really fun that everyone else got to celebrate rather than like, I feel like all of you guys, like my my most trusted circle, we've been a little bit of a football team. It's like, block, uh, yeah. defend, yeah. <laughs> don't let anybody in. And now Constantly. it's like, everybody yeah. gets to be in. Yeah. Yes. It's like, it's so sweet. No, totally. And like, no one's hanging on or yeah. like letting slip a secret that, you exactly. know. Exactly. And you want to be, make sure that like, are we allowed to say this? Or are you allowed yes, to like say that? Cool or, or, yeah. 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 It's really, it's very fun. Yeah. But it was, it was actually very cute because <laughs> I am, um, there, there is a video from us getting engaged and like we haven't shared that because that's for us I mean we shared it obviously with all of you but it was it's unbelievable (laughs) like I truly I can't believe the like level of perfect planning that he did you know I grew up like the daughter of a photographer like imagery is my love language and I sent it to obviously to our parents and my mom was like can I send this to your aunt or oh is that bad maybe I shouldn't like yeah. it's just so cute yeah. I was like maybe don't like put that out in the world so we have yeah. something that's for us yeah. yeah but it's it's very fun it's gorgeous it is a commercial what's going on over there um what, what, so we I don't know we're taking the, way, the reins okay I just need the audience the audience the listenership our listeners are our, our whip smarties to understand that I have Ooh. no idea what we're doing <laughs> Okay. I just know it's like part two with with my sisters. Like roommates are back together, mm-hmm. even though now we all live with our significant others. Someday mm-hmm. we'll retire to a farm together. <laughs> yes, we'll be exactly. fine. 
uh-huh. but I don't know what we're doing. So we what are, are we doing? We're, we're taking it from yeah. you. We're actually we're, from now on. Sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. She's done. She's <laughs> this done is her speaking. last. It this is, is just last me attempt. and Jenny. Yep. <laughs> Even us are taking it over. But we're reflecting. You've obviously, a lot has happened since we did our first interview with you. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> our first official interview with you. If you think about it, though, yeah. it's crazy I mean, to see, like, truly. how much of the podcast has grown and, like, how mm-hmm. much has come of it and what it's, like, been for you in your life and it's been so incredible to see all the people that you've impacted through it as well so it's like been so exciting and we're so proud of you um but now we get to ask you questions which is so fun (laughs) um so i'm gonna jump right in okay so obviously, you know, you interact with public figures and celebrities on a near daily basis, like me and Vanessa. Um, <laughs> but outside of us, have there been any guests on Work in Progress that you have been starstruck by? Oof. Oh, my God. I mean, yes. I let me tell you what. When I interviewed Hillary Clinton and the Zoom opened and she went, hi, Sophia. I was like, that's it. Take me now. I'm Gotta done. Go. Just, I, my heart has exploded. It's over. I was like, who do I think I am that this incredible like feminist icon, who by the way has dealt with a more abusive bullshit than anyone Oof. is just like, hey girl. I was like, this is, I, I, I think it was like as big a deal as if like, if you're listening, Beyonce, come on the show. If we ever get Beyonce oh and she's God. like, I really like your podcast. I think I would spontaneously combust. I just hold the mic for her the whole time. Uh, the I don't whole- think I'd be able to. I'm, I'm shaking now just with you guys. <laughs> Beyonce would be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I would actually be unconscious. You have to, at the end, I'd be like, man, I'm sad I missed that. Yeah. That I was on the Such floor. Such a shame that I died while I interviewed Beyonce. Oh so God. yeah, like that was a really big deal. Interviewing... Dr. Kendi, you know, Ibram X. Kendi, who wrote How to Be an Anti-Racist, like, he is an academic icon. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, look, there's actors who I idolize and admire, and there's, you know, musicians who I think are so cool. But for me, like, my rock stars are academics. Mm -hmm. And to have him come on this show and actually offer me feedback about it. I was like, oh my God, your publicist like didn't just put you on the show. You came here and you listened to episodes. Yeah. Like you wrote a New York Times bestseller that's changing the landscape of mm-hmm. of sort of American, you know, identity and empathy and like hi. Yeah. <laughs> and so, hey. like I it, did, yeah. It took me an like a good 20 minutes of talking to him to stop sweating. I I really do get very deeply I think what's been so cool to see as your friend, too, is that you get this excited for every guest you Mm -hmm. have on. You know, like, I feel like anytime I'm talking to you and you say what you're doing for the rest of the day and you're like, oh, I get to interview this person, you know, or I can't believe Gloria Steinem texted me, you know, like you do like fangirl. And it's like it's really I love it because there's every person um, like is exciting to you in a different way and they all bring yeah. something different to the table and I think that's what's so fun about it you yeah know? I've like, never gotten over it no you're like I get to do this yeah like this is my job you know and anytime I, I someone shows that. up I'm like really <laughs> and actually Jenny it's funny because you I remember oh my god our favorite party of the year I was gonna bring it up <laughs> having a moment like freaking mm-hmm. out because we saw someone we were obsessed with and you were like you need to get it together you are famous you cannot react like this and I was like but I don't feel that way and I think I'm never gonna get over it and I don't know I don't know if I ever will but it's okay but it's like I also say but you have the space to not get over it for me in that moment I was like 
get your shit together because I want to meet this person. (laughs) (laughs) And you're my way in. Because if I went up and was acting a fool, they'd be like, why is this person allowed in here? But like with you, I'm like, hello, I'm a totally normal person that you can trust and have a conversation with. Oh my God. Um, You also always win the night. Like we leave and people are like, your friend is the best. I'm like, honestly, I know. I know. I try, I try very hard. Well done, ma'am. No, Tequila you don't. Helps. You Tequila actually helps. don't try hard. You just are yourself. But you are like, the fact that you don't run like the television academy is so weird to me because you know more about TV than anyone. And so you can talk to anyone in a room and like, sure, they don't overtly go like, oh, I know her, except that they do because you have a weirdly familiar face and everyone thinks they're your best friend. <laughs> they're like, we went to high school together. And no. you're like, I promise we didn't. Um, guys, this is a funny thing about Jenny Smart is that everyone who's ever met her is sure they know her already. It is that like, it was like kind of funny at first. Now I'm like, I don't even know how to have the conversation anymore. Cause I'm like, we definitely have never met. I don't know how to respond to that. But like, no, you don't know me. Yeah. You're but like, you're, I'm everyone from New Hampshire. Thinks, yeah. I promise I didn't grow up. No, in, you've never met me. Now. It's not me. Yes, it's definitely not me. It's not me. But um, it is really fun because like we go to things and by the end of the night, everyone's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And shit, your friend is so cool. I'm like, I know my friends are the best. Oh my gosh, I'm blushing. And it's also true. we do have a very good time. We know how to yeah. go to that event. Yeah. I will say like, we have a really good time. And Vanessa, your spiritual gift is to be so unfazed. <laughs> Because I'm freaking out and fangirling and Jenny is yelling at me to get my shit together because mm-hmm. while she's not having a like outward response, she's very excited to ask someone about like, you know, season two, episode four, mm. what were the writers thinking? Like <laughs> she has all the details and you That's are like very true. cool <laughs> as a cucumber and you just move through the room like a slow motion gazelle and everyone's like, we want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And we're just both running behind you up. being like, this is great. Yeah. And you manage to pull it all together. I... I'm realizing in this moment we're a bit like a spider web. Like we couldn't hold up if we weren't all here. Oh, oh. that's so cute. It's I true. love that. Yeah. Whoever thought I would have a, an endearing metaphor about a spider? Yeah. I honestly. But yeah. here we are. Yeah, here we are. Um, I'm gonna take this one, Vanessa, and then you can take the next one. Only because I feel like it plays into what we were just talking about and mm. how much I love television and mm. television characters. So I'm gonna ask you, Sophia. Oh God. Of the characters you have gotten to play. Who is your favorite of all time? And after that, piggybacking, what is a character from stage or screen that you'd love to take a crack at? Okay. Um, You know, it's tricky because I would say there are like episodes. There are moments of things I got to do playing Brooke Davis that I'm like, oh, that's everything. Mm -hmm. You know, there were as like, a geeky, you know, girl who loves stunts and grew up being like such a rough and tumble tomboy. There were moments playing Aaron Lindsay where I would get to do some badass stunt sequence and I was just like, fuck yeah, this is the funnest day. I can't believe this is my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like one off if it was like, oh, just drop in, drop out. Because it's hard to pick when you've played someone for years and years and years. But truly like a a one-off moment, I would say playing Alexandria on Easy on Netflix was the most fun because we got to improv. Right. And that for me, I'm so obsessive about language so I can get really like almost, almost, almost like my obsessive compulsive stuff can come out. Mm -hmm. You know, my sort of like little anxious person brain can come out 
when I'm really trying to be word perfect in a script. So interestingly, like the freedom I found studying a person and coming up with a character like inside and out, but then having like an outline of a scene, no script, and just being able to throw stuff at the wall. It was so fun. And, you know, Jacqueline Taboni is like the most amazing scene partner. And actually, it's really funny. We um, we got engaged 24 hours apart, Grant and I and Jacqueline and her fiance cast. I, so I saw no, that. Yeah. You guys, what? So it was crazy. insane. We thought it was the same day. And then we did the calculus. We were like, no, one day apart. <laughs> but we, we were all in Italy. And the four of us went to dinner recently and we were like, oh my God, Cass and I are the same person and Jacqueline and Grant are the same person. Yeah. Like, this is so insane. Yeah. And we were laughing because because we were like, oh my God, of course we had such amazing like on-screen chemistry. Yeah. We were basically like role-playing our future relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just the best. And I I think, you know, working as an actor, sure, people are good at their jobs. But when you're good at your job and then you're working with someone who's really good at their job mm-hmm. what you can create it's like you yeah. you create like multiples of talent and and I feel like we had that and it was really fun for me to have it not in something I'd been doing for a long time mm-hmm. because my brain again like my my sort of anxiety my like inner critic presentation is like well you've been doing this forever like yeah. you know this character better than anyone of course you've gotten really good at it mm-hmm. But to, like, drop into a place and just be like, oh, no, we were really good. Well, and it's also a show you were such a fan of going into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's another thing that I think is so special is that you got to go into and be like, I'm already obsessed with all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. It was so fun. Like, I think about – I remember reading about Elizabeth Banks, like, being like, I want to be on Modern Family. And she played, like, Mm -hmm. the drunk college friend in one episode because she was just such a fan. That's exactly what I did with Easy. I was like, this show is the best. I have to be on it. Literally, I don't care. It could be one scene. I just just want to go play. (laughs) And then we did this full episode, and it was so fun. And, and yeah, I think think to date that might be one of, if not my best kind of moment as an actor. Did not see that coming. Well. Here we are. And um, honestly, I, yeah. I must say, like, to the people listening who are part of the community, when, like, when the memes were just like, she gives the gays what we want. Oh I was like, <laughs> I, it is my honor. It is, I am, Everyone I am except for so Jess. proud to be here. You gave no. Jess a heart attack. But, I'm so sorry. But yes. I mean, I, I love your girlfriend, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't better prepare her. She, for was, was, un, she was unprepared <laughs> to see her friend naked on screen. I'll yeah. say that. Um, love you, babe. Love uh, we love yeah. you, <laughs> um, And then the second part is, what is a character from stage or screen that you'd love to take a crack at? Oh. That's a great question. Oh, and I man. honestly feel like all of us should answer that because how fun. Wait, yeah. No, I want to know for but everyone. But you go first. I mean, I... Ugh. God, that's so hard. Because mm-hmm. there's like weird... There's like interesting small you know, movies or things that I feel like no one's seen where I go, oh, I want to do that. Like there's multiple roles Kate Blanchett has played mm. where I go, oh my God, I would kill to have done this movie. Mm-hmm. And then on the on the sort of larger scale, like I just want to play a superhero. What are we doing? I was just like, I, I was like, literally I'm like, I would want to play Yelena. 
Palova from oh Black Widow. Oh, like, like, my God. Florence <laughs> obviously kills it. There's no one better. But when it comes to a character that gets one be super badass, but also be funny. So funny. And yeah. also emotionally like yeah. connected. It's yeah. like, damn. No, like, that's such a good character. Totally agree. The whole time, obviously, we were all together. The whole time that like we saw Black Widow, that we were sitting watching Black Widow, I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like the role of a lifetime because it's so funny. It's but then you so get to good. do stunts and like, uh-huh. oh, man. And I also love that it, you know, it flips a sort of traditional story and especially a comic book universe where for so many years, women have kind of been objectified and like, blah, blah, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But it, it's this movie that interestingly, I'm realizing in this moment, kind of does what like Hillary and I got to do on One Tree Hill. Like these two best mm-hmm. friends that are kind of like sisters, like we were the love story. Yeah, mm-hmm. It wasn't romantic, but we yes. were the love story. And 100%. Black Widow really is a love story mm-hmm. between these two female characters, these sisters. Mm-hmm. And oh, I would love it. But it's like, no one could be Black Widow better than Scarlet. No one could be Yelena better than Florence. We bow down. She's perfect. So <laughs> I'm like, who's the, who's the next like woman in that world where I could go and be my ultimate like nerdy tomboy self, do stunts, shoot guns, play games, and like have get fun. to act my face off because yes. it's not easy to have an emotional scene when things are exploding and like yeah. I love mm-hmm. a challenge. Oh, so fun. So it's I would there. love that. Yeah. Vanessa, I what would you, too. who do you want to be? I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's too hard for me. I think you can jump into there real oh, quick. Oh, come on. I, I really don't Somebody? know. Somebody? <laughs> Anyone. Favorite movie, favorite TV show, favorite character that you're like, damn. Like that gets you excited. Maybe that's just me being a nerd, but like characters get me excited. Yeah. I, I totally get that and I feel the same way, but I've never like seen myself in it, I guess, in mm. that way. Fair enough. I, I don't know. I can't think of one that I'd feel We're like. We're going to come back I, to yeah, you. Yeah, we'll come back to it. You're going to ruminate on that. Yeah. And then you please take the, the We're lead. We're going to be in the middle of a point in like 30 minutes and <laughs> yeah. Vanessa's going to go, oh my I'm God. Gonna like, I'm going to think of it. I'm going to uh-huh. be like, that's who it is. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we kind of, I feel like we kind of answered that next question. I'm curious. This isn't on here, but I'm curious the transition from like the role you play on work in progress and like hosting to then like going on set and playing this role and being in a completely different thing. Like what Mm. is that balance like for you? Like jumping back and forth between those? You know, what's really interesting. I thought about this recently. I really love my job. Like I love being a storyteller. And when I really feel connected to a character, like good God, I feel so connected to Sam. Mm -hmm. And everything about her gives me a way to be expressive more fully as a person. And I think the thing that's always created like a little bit of dissonance for me, I mean, look at us, look at our friend group. We know each other so deeply. We show up in such like truly connected, intimate ways. Mm -hmm. Like think about the number of people over years who are like, how do I create a friend group? Like you're a friend group. And Mm -hmm. we each get that question. Yeah. So the the cognitive dissonance for me, the the thing that always has been really hard is that in our inner circles, we we each get to be exactly who we are. And then I'll go out in the world and people treat me as though what I do is who I am. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel really reduced. And it's often very critical because people are criticizing a product, but they treat you, they treat me, they treat entertainers like products. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. It's like very emotionally taxing. Mm -hmm. And what I realized in stepping into the space with the podcast, which basically was, oh, I'm going to take every 
cool activist conversation I'm in in private rooms and and let anyone who cares to listen to them listen. Yeah. Anyone who wants to like learn, explore, be challenged, feel challenged, mm-hmm. like all all of the things. Um, I, I feel like this is a great way to sort of spend the privilege of the rooms I'm in. Yeah. And what I realized is it actually enabled me to be more completely myself in public because it's not about me. It's about the guests, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's also about empathy and curiosity and uh, a willingness to change your mind when you get more information. Yeah. And, and it, it's not a commodity. It's like a, it's like an intimate space. I genuinely feel like I'm inviting people into my living room mm-hmm. and I know what it's done for me and I know what it's done for them. And I, I really feel like it has in the way that people meet me now, I feel like they actually see me like a human, yeah. not like a product. Yeah. And so it's like, it's crazy because it's it's been so incredible for me. And then people tell me how incredible it's been for them. Mm-hmm. You know, people will say, I didn't know how to talk to my parents about this issue until I heard this. And then I asked them to listen to this episode with me. Like, yeah. that's the highest compliment of my life. Yeah. It's so much better than someone saying, oh, I like this character you played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fabulous. No, and and it you can also do that, and that's what's so incredible about what you do. Is it, but they just look very different, and yeah. I think it's been so awesome to see because you're probably the smartest person I know, and well, that's no, truly, Same. and the amount of people that I know that go to you or go to your Instagram or go to your Twitter to educate themselves on things because you are actively pursuing people who are actually experiencing these things and you're asking them the questions Mm -hmm. and then you're sharing them with your audience. You know, it's like, it's so incredible to witness that. But yeah, I really do. Like you said, I feel like people are actually getting to like the curtains been lifted and they're able to sit down with you and like what that's meant for your fans too, Mm -hmm. that have gotten to follow you and learn from you. And like, even for me, you're one of my best friends, but I listen to the podcast and I'm like, oh, I learned something oh, yeah. new today. And I learned with you, you know, because yeah. I get to hear you be like, oh, oh. <laughs> and like, that's been so, so incredible. But that's so cool. do you Thank feel you. like, have you, have you felt like your fan base has like come on that journey with you and like really like learned a lot through those experiences? Like you said, like you hear from people mm-hmm. being like, I had this conversation because of that episode or. Yeah, I definitely feel like a lot of people have. It's interesting more recently, I, I feel like it's a little less. Mm-hmm. I feel like getting back into work and like, are we opening? Are we not? What's happening in the world? Oh God, oh God. Like there's so much stress. I feel like people have a little less time. Mm-hmm. But what's actually been interesting in the last couple of weeks is I've, we've gotten messages from people saying, you know, things got really hectic and I kind of fell off. And then I was feeling really overwhelmed and I went for a walk and I, I listened, I picked up where I left off. I listened Mm -hmm. to an episode and it did this for me. Mm -hmm. It did that for me. And that to me, I'm like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's not lost on me that anyone choosing to listen is giving me the gift of their time. Mm -hmm. And I see that this sort of like pathway to, um, a more gentle curiosity Mm -hmm. and like a permission for us to just be together. Yeah. I know what it, I know what it does for me and I see what it's doing for other people. And so I really do hope that it's the kind of place that people always know they can come home to. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like Mm -hmm. that. that. What a, what an ending to that question. You know, I have some strong feelings about it. (laughs) 
That's so nice. Um, I guess this is a good question to kind of follow up on that one because it has to do with the fans. What would be like, you know, the reaction to you and what's the most unexpected fan interaction you've ever had and why? Okay. So oh. <laughs> two because one is like such a reality check that, you know, we all have a little bit of imposter syndrome, like what is happening? And this is such a rare thing that could happen to a human. And I still can't believe it happened to me. <laughs> First, that I I got to be in Incredibles 2 because I'm the biggest Pixar fan on planet Earth. And Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie ever. <laughs> and then I did the movie. And, well, I guess it's twofold. Like Brad Bird saying, I love your voice. Will you come be in my movie? Mm-hmm. I was like, hello? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sir? What? Like Can I, I couldn't. scream my voice at you? Yeah, Thank I was you. like, I couldn't get over it. I was also like, this was obviously way pre-COVID and I, I was in a restaurant on the West Side mm-hmm. when I got the letter and I started mm-hmm. screaming. And like people thought something was, people like, I was like, I'm yeah. so sorry, it's really good news. It's good news. I'm screaming, it's good news. So that was crazy. And when the movie, you know, was coming out, there were all these exciting things happening and there's this big, like incredible event in New York. Um, And... They asked me if I would go and present an award to Brad Bird. And I was like, this is so nuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, okay. And I was like, was everyone else busy? Like, that was obviously <laughs> my first thought. But I was like, sure. And I honestly think him and his wife were just like, she loves this movie so much and isn't over it. And everyone yeah. else is over it. Yeah. And so like, maybe let's Because everyone else is like, yes, we do this for a living. And I'm still 20 years into my career. Like, I can't believe I get to be here. So I, I you know, I go out. And there's a, sometimes at events, you guys know, like they have that backstage zone where they do portraits. There's like a little, a photographer Mm -hmm. comes in and sets up a portrait studio because they want to photograph everybody who's coming and presenting and attending and blah, blah. And I went, they said, you know, can you come to the portrait studio? And so I go back there and I'm like, this is cool. And, you know, I got to stand up really straight and like this dress is really tight. You know, I'm having all the self-conscious moments. And Barry Jenkins is getting photographed. And he's just like, one of the directors I most look up to. I, I just, I, I'm in awe of what he does. And he also is in the suit that is so fly. And I'm like, <laughs> Barry fucking Jenkins, this guy is so cool. So I'm just like standing off to the side, probably like wide-eyed with a big smile on my face, waiting for him to be done because then I'm supposed to go. And he finishes and the, the photographer's talking to him. Hey, great. Thanks, thanks. Blah, 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 blah. And I start to walk in and I'm like, hello. And I said, you know, um, I'm just going to, hi, you know, so nice to meet you. Um, I was like, you know, my name's Sophia and I, I just, I'm so thrilled we're bumping into each other in this moment. Barry, I'm such a huge fan of yours. And he goes, I am a huge fan of yours. I really admire not just your career, but what you've done with it. Boom. And wow. I literally <laughs> was like, I... I I've burst into particles. Yeah. I don't exist anymore. <laughs> it was like, I I was so unprepared for that. And we just stood there and we were holding, because we'd been shaking hands and then, mm-hmm. you know, when you just hold hands, we <laughs> yeah, were like holding hands, looking at each well. other. And I was like, Barry Jenkins never let me go. Yeah. <laughs> it was so incredible. incredible. And, and I realized it was weird because I just didn't expect a person who I am a fan of to be a fan of mine. Mm. And I think because I've, I've, lived most of my career on location away from the industry. I don't know a lot of people in the industry. I've not met a lot of people in the industry. It's just like, 
me and the construction guys and the grips and like the transport mm-hmm. drivers going out for beers, yeah. like going to baseball games. Like I don't, I don't interact with other like Hollywood people. And it, w- it really meant a lot to me that he was kind enough to take that moment. Um, so that was like a crazy, that was a fan interaction with someone I'm a fan of. And I will say that, you know, over the years I've had so many incredible experiences with people and, and the kindness. Mm. Um, there's a young woman named Haley who I've, I've now been in touch with for, I mean, my God, over a decade mm-hmm. who I first came to know because she would post about uh, being in treatment for really aggressive Lyme disease. She really went through a hard time and her mom would make these little paper doll cutouts of our One Tree Hill characters mm. to put on her IV bag in the hospital. Oh my gosh, I love that. And she would tweet about it. And I'm obviously obsessively checking social media because I'm just like <laughs> reading news articles. And I would see these things and I was like, God, how cool. And then she, and then her mom was doing it for Chicago PD. Mm. And then I, I, I can't explain it. I just felt like this was such a special human. And we wound up getting in touch and uh, turned out, there was like an industry she was really passionate about that we had a friend working in Elizabeth Cott and Elizabeth hired her as a summer intern. Cause I was just like, I can't, oh, wow. I, I don't know. It was just weird. I, I can't explain it. Like there's millions of people who I've interacted with mm-hmm. and every once in a while you go, Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to be here with this person mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately I've had the other, the flip side of that, which is gross. Like we yeah. had a girl in North Carolina, you weren't there V, but Jenny and I, like there was a year where, there was a girl who was like pretending to have cancer so she could come to the set of our show. It was really dark. And it was like really dark and it it's really honestly broke my heart. And it yeah. kind of was like, I was like, oh, I don't want to become a person who doesn't trust people. Yeah. But it, but was, it like, it was it like, it rocked a lot of our worlds because we all kind of went out of our way to. Yeah. Like our cast, our crew, our producers, people mm-hmm. really like put themselves on the line to do work for someone. Yeah. It was, that was rough. And I, I think interestingly, like, you know, sweet Haley was like the universe being like, no, don't give up. And we're still in touch. And I just think the world of her mm. and, and like for a person to say, I, I am in a moment of suffering and you're helping mm-hmm. like it, it cuts really deep. Like it, it really reminds you of how fortunate you are. If, if you can create whether by interacting or just by making something for someone, if yeah. you can create respite for mm-hmm. anyone, and similarly, I had that experience doing USO tours and like mm-hmm. going to Air Force bases around the world and meeting, mm-hmm. you know, service members and their families and their kids and and realizing that there's a, you know, a network mm-hmm. that exists just for these places of TV shows and like how lucky I am that mine was one so I could entertain people who mm-hmm. are halfway around the world from everyone they love. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I've I, I've really had some unbelievable experiences, but I will say like in the social media age where it's so deeply uncomfortable again to like, hi, Maggie, in case anyone hears jingling, that's my dog's collar. <laughs> um, it can be so deeply uncomfortable to be treated like a thing and not a person. Yes. And, like, people will stick mm-hmm. their cameras in your face and they'll take videos of you while you're eating. Yeah. And like it, it, it really affects me mm-hmm. being a sensitive person now in this like deeply digital age where everything goes on the internet. Yeah. When I meet a person, especially like someone who's holding their iPhone in their hands, 
who yeah. just wants to say, hey, I loved this. Can I shake your hand? Mm-hmm. And then they leave. And I'm like, oh. They didn't just They didn't ask for it. a picture. Yeah. They didn't ask for like a story. They didn't ask me to like FaceTime their sister. By the way, which can all be nice. Yeah. But when someone says, no, I, I don't want something from you. Mm-hmm. I just want to tell you something yeah. and then leave. It's like, it startles me every time mm-hmm. it happens. And every time it happens, I'm like, you're so nice. Yeah, it's like refreshing. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. just like, it's an interaction for us. Mm-hmm. It's not an interaction for anything or anyone else. No. And it's definitely made me <laughs> full circle in moments like shaking hands with Barry Jenkins. Be like, don't ask him for a selfie. We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to shake hands this and we're just going to have the moment. Granted, I'm talking about it on the podcast. And Barry, if you're listening, you're, you're perfect. <laughs> but it, it's even reminded me of like when I meet my idols to just yeah. be in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm actually really grateful. Like, I don't, I don't know if the people who've done that for me thought like I'm teaching her a lesson but yeah, they, have. they have and it's been yeah. really it's a thing I'm really grateful for yeah I love that it's a really long answer to your question but I have no, lots but I of think thoughts. it's a good one I think yeah. I think that's a great response to that kind of a question because like I've been with you for a, a lot of interactions some good some not so great mm-hmm. you know some really funny I actually just remembered the other day the Kilman's night Oh my god! And I started laughing so hard because like that was so wild in so many ways, and like it it would end up being totally fine. But it was like a situation once again where like I had been around Sophia long enough to see a lot of people are well intentioned, but all like you said, forget that you're a human being. So a lot of the times it's like you can't see them for some reason when they're like you're standing right in front of them they're like point at you or like scream about you or like take out their phone and in this one moment it was like I snapped for the first time (laughs) and we're in line getting ice cream and like maybe like five people ahead or behind us spotted Sophia which is very exciting and they got very excited but instead of just (laughs) coming over and saying hi they just started like pointing at her like truly like they were at the zoo and they saw like an endangered like species <laughs> and I I literally lost it and I just like went crazy and like pointed right back like very intensely like she's right here guys like you found her like just was like it was super oh but it ended up being like a very fun good time but, like that was probably my first time that I was like oh this is this is just like nonstop and wild. And it was kind of also, I think, a wake up call probably for them to be like, oh, yeah, like she has eyes and <laughs> also has the ability to hear and see us. And we should probably treat her like a person. Um, I also love that you're like, I went crazy. I'm like, you were so funny and polite, but you did. You just I like, just, like you snapped start, a little bit. She started like kind of like doing the cartoon version yeah. of what they were doing and being like, oh my God, yeah. she's right here. Yeah. Like, it, was just, like, it was like the price is right. And, and everyone wound up laughing. Yeah, it was like a great time. You but really I was diffused like, it well, but I, mm-hmm. I, I was very, I was very amused and grateful mm-hmm. in that moment. And I will say like, Shout out to Kilwins because it's my favorite ice oh my cream gosh. shop in Wilmington. And the people who worked there, we were all on a first name basis because I went almost every day. And they they were like, we looked up and realized all our friends who were like serving ice cream and making the waffle cones were like dying laughing. And it yeah. just turned into a thing where everyone was laughing. And I've certainly had interactions with people that haven't turned into something funny and yeah, like yeah. Yes. you really nailed it because you made everybody laugh well also at the end it's like everyone got pictures we all said hello totally. but it was like 
I just, I don't know what, I don't know why. I just like couldn't at that moment, couldn't hand. I like lost my mind a little bit. And I was like, this is wild. Because you don't, you don't actually, I will say like, you don't realize how weird it feels until it happens to you. Yes. And I certainly understand there's probably people listening, rolling their eyes, being like, oh yeah, I bet it's that bad. But when it happens to you, you're like, oh, this is actually really, really weird and uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And I didn't understand that this would be uncomfortable until I experienced it. And so it was kind of cool in that moment to have you be like, I can't handle it. I was like, cool. It's not just me. It's not just me. I was like, great. And listen, I've been in the other, I've been the other person. I mean, I don't know that I've reacted. That's what I'm saying. Like, but we understand, like, I've definitely frozen. I mean, I, I can't say I've like been quite as like outlandish with like but like we all think we're being coy of being like oh my god look over there it's like so and so and then the other person's like what everyone is human and you have those moments where you just want to be respectful I mean I I was seated next to Beyonce (laughs) Jay and Blue at at lunch one day and I blacked out like I don't know what (laughs) happened you ordered no I ordered lemonade I've never ordered lemonade a day in my life, and I ordered lemonade. And then they said they didn't have any, and I was like, I'll have iced tea. And I was with a few of our friends, and they started bringing drinks, and I grabbed one and started drinking it. And our friend Cameron goes, Vanessa, what are you doing? And I go, I'm drinking my iced tea. He goes, that's my beer. I honestly couldn't even taste. Like, actually, couldn't I, I literally could not like, function. Fully lost. That's that, the yeah. only time in my life I've that's happened to me. Wow. I I don't think. <laughs> I, I mean, I I think about the fact that that happened to you at least once a month. So I don't know how you were so cool about it. Oh, no. <sighs> that's a shocker. That one's like that. Yeah. That. But when you're in that space, where you're like, I actually no. But do you know what I'll say? Do this. I ha- I've been in like ma- with you or like in other situations at events where we get to go to these amazing events and it's so awesome. And I've been around Beyonce and Jay before and been fine. But they had two security guards like sitting right next to them and they kept staring at us every move we made. And so it made me feel very nervous. Mm -hmm. And I think that just like spiked everyone's adrenaline. I was literally drinking a beer and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) well, one of the things I thought was the funniest when you like came home and told us that story was you were like, obviously we're all on our phones every single second of the day because we work on them. We like use them as cameras, whatever. And you were saying that Every time you picked up their phone, the security guards like kind of got out of oh, their yeah. seats, and you just were like, "I'm not trying to take gave pictures us a of death them. stare." I was like, I, "Honestly, just was needed to look at anything else." <laughs> 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 like, I'm trying not to look at her, so I'm checking my email. Oh, yeah. like, I can't. Help! Oh man, uh, yeah, I don't know what I would have done in that. No, but those those are like when you know you're not supposed to bring attention. That makes it even worse because yeah. you're like everything I do. I'm just thinking about it. Well, you like think some, I'm thinking about yeah, it. You know I'm thinking. Yeah, about, like when someone's like the the one thing I'm going to tell you right now not to think about is cookies. Yeah. Immediately, your brain is like a dancing cookie commercial. Yeah, it's like, like I can't, can't look. You can't like move. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's oh so God. weird. Weird I'm town. Really glad it wasn't me, Vanessa. I'm glad weird it was town. You. You were much better at being stoic than I am. Could you imagine if at that lunch I'd been like, "Um, in case you're ever interested, I have a podcast. (laughs) Do you maybe want to come on here? It would have been so hideous. I'm glad I wasn't there. Everything would have been been rough. Oh, man. Especially because so many people, when they meet me, are like, huh, 
you're pretty liberal for your family. I'm like, I am not. My dad is from Canada. Yeah. I am not related to the former president of the United States. I do not come from whatever Texas money that I, yeah. that's not my life. Yeah. Like that's you're not like, me. It's a different situation. It's a different situation, but it throws people yeah. in the industry. They're always like, huh, you know, because by the way, Jenna, who's so lovely, Jenna Bush is a host on, um, oh God, uh, GMA, right? What's wrong with me? The morning show. I think it's good morning America. Anyway, not the point. She's so nice, but like, I think because she's also on TV and like we're around the same age and she also has brown hair. Everyone's just like, wow, you must really be the black sheep of your family. And I'm like, I'm like, not I'm... from a family of immigrants. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing to say about this, but nobody knows what to do with me when they meet me and they don't know. And they don't know. <laughs> well, this was a lot of fun. Do not forget that this is just part one of my conversation with my sister as my roommates, my besties, Jenny and Vanessa. Before we go, I just want to thank you all for listening and supporting Work in Progress. 